welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. It's your boy Chazzy. Ronnie. And uh, we got a good one for you today. Back, um, back at it. We're back at it, man. Uh, the people gonna, might not know. We're going to keep it real, but we've had some stuff going on. We haven't recorded in what? Two weeks almost? Yeah. Now, we're so good at this podcasting thing, you know, we've had them backlogged, so hopefully we've had a nice even stream going into the uh, the listeners' ears. And I'll even say right up front, thank you guys so much for listening. I've been checking the host site, I've been checking the view counts, the downloads, and, you know, we're not doing anything crazy, but, you know, we're getting a little love here and there. Appreciative Ronnie, I love it. Yeah, we're getting, you know, the numbers are steadily increasing, and... As long as we keep growing, that's all I need. Yeah, if we keep growing numbers wise, we'll just keep growing in uh, spirit and and, and we'll heart just keep as well. growing. Is what is what it sounds like you're saying. And it's yeah, we're gonna grow and grow a little more. But basically, anyways. what you're trying to say is it's been a little while, so this one we might be a little rusty. We're kicking off the rust, but we're getting through it. We're gonna get through it. All right, let's get to it. We got episode sixteen. What should be done night before the counteroffensive? What do you think about this one, Ronnie? I like this one. I like how, I mean, first of all, we got Irwin front and center, and we know how we feel about that. We get a lot of character stuff that I really dig, so let's just get into it. All right. Well, first scene, we start out with uh, a couple soldiers, just a couple randos. They're being interrogated on where they were the night that the Titan test subjects were killed. Pop quiz, do you remember the names of the Titan test oh, subjects? Oh, Sonny and Bean. I'm a professional. Let's, Let's go. Put it on the whiteboard. Yeah, these guys are getting interrogated a little bit differently than Aaron did last episode when Erwin just came up behind him and said, Hey, what do you think's going on here? I love that, though. I, th- I feel like Erwin scared the shit out of Aaron, and some answers are going to come from that. Aaron's like, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> Yeah, these guys are they're getting interrogated a little different. Um, I mean, they're basically just being asked. It's not like it's something too serious. Hey, did you do it? No. no. <laughs> All right. Just had a check. All right, I, I guess we can call it. No one did it, guys. But uh, yeah, the people are a lot of people are just wondering why they're even asking the trainees too. They think it's kind of like a waste. They're asking like Armin, all the new guys. They're like, why are they even asking him? Yeah, Armin could pull this off. Yeah, Arlert, our boy Arlert. By the way, his last name, Arlert. Should we have a little discussion about that? I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> We've already got the entire Commander Keith debacle. Okay, yeah, let's just let's gloss right over that. No, we keep it real. I'll say it real quick. As, you know... As a first-time viewer and even first-time podcaster, when we were calling him Arlert because our uh, our favorite character, Commander Keith Sadies, called him Arlert, I thought it was just a joke with his name being Armin Arlert. That was the joke. Turns out it's his last name, which is not... I was disappointed in my boy yeah. Keith. Not that creative. No, I thought it was just a funny play on words, but... Well, whose last name is Arlert? Let's go ahead and say that. Armin Arlert? Hey, Armin's parents. Screw you. <laughs> they must have been uh, EMTs or something. But anyways, we're going to go on ahead and we're going to talk about our boy Arlert and Connie. 
Um, they're even saying whoever did this must really hate the Titans to kill the test subjects, even though that's actually going to kind of end up helping the Titans. Right. Um, which is, you know, stupid. Whoever's but it's still the same, you know, sort of you hate something so much you can't think into the right. future. You want to put them, put them down right then and there. Yeah, and then Connie just, he goes on his little rant, uh, and he's like, I never want to see a Titan again. And he's like almost crying at this point. And I'm just thinking, okay, maybe if he's saying that, would Connie be the one to do this? Ooh, wow. Is he uh, tricking our boy Arlert? Putting on your detective hat. Yeah. Detective Chad. But anyways, that little discussion's over with Connie and Armin, and we go over to Jean. And Which, let me just say, is the MVP of this episode. Jean has a great episode here. I mean, he's all for being brave and killing Titans, but he's not suicidal like that maniac Aaron. He's very mm-hmm. level-headed, and he's... I just... I'm all about Jean this episode. Or aboard Daz. Do you remember Daz? Yeah. Never bring him up again. <laughs> okay. My bad. But anyways, Jean is at the Burning Bodies Festival, is what I call it. Um, Burning Man? Burning Man. He's at Burning Man. <laughs> is this what Burning Man is? I've never been. I always thought it was something different. I'm going to be honest. But I guess this is what it is. But he's saying that he's talking to himself and he's like, everyone here regrets being a soldier. So, you know, he's kind of, what do you call it? Insinuating that everybody else thinks like him, which, I mean, he's probably right, but it's a little problematic if you ask me in 2020. But with pain and grief, he picks up bone fragments and... You know whose bone fragments these are, don't you? Yes, I know whose bone fragments they are. <sighs> nice boy, Marco. Well, he doesn't. Jean doesn't even know if these are his bones anymore. That's how many bones and fragments are laying around, which is just so heartbreaking. Because knowing that Marco is one of the best boys in the show, best bros, best bros and boy. I mean, that guy is just full of life. And he realizes, he's like, I gotta fight through this. Even though I don't want to, I'm going to for my boy Marco. So I just love how Jean is a big of a fanboy of Marco as we are. How could you not be? God, I respect it so much. That was the most pure character in the entire show, as far as I'm concerned. But he even has flashbacks of, of nice guy Marco, too. And words, the words that he spoke to him about being a leader. Which was basically like, wow, you're such a terrible leader, but that makes you a good leader. I'll summarize that real quick. Yeah, that's when Jean's like, all right, those words have never meant more to me. Can't than wait to else. tell my kids one day that, you know, the defining point in my life was having a good friend tell me I was such a bad leader that I was a good leader. And after, after remembering those words, he tells his, his buddies, he's like, guys, I'm joining the survey corps. So nice guy Marco making an impact even after death. It's beautiful. Rip. But anyways, we go we go over to uh, Connie, Armin, and Annie having a little discussion, and uh, Connie's like he can't make a decision on what he should join. He's just torn between all the options. And if I'm not mistaken, Connie was definitely top ten, right? Yes. Okay, so he could choose military police if he wanted to. Because I'm pretty sure every. Basically, every character we know the name of was top 10 except for Armin. Except for Armin, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's her face? That's kind of how Ymir, I remember it. But she kind of let Krista yeah. get it, yeah. 
Those are like the only two that are relevant that aren't in the top ten. But uh, then Annie, she pulls one of those parent questions and is like, if someone told you to die, would you do it? It's kind of like in, when you're in school and somebody's like, if somebody told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? Right. I had a teacher ask me that when I got in trouble one time. What'd you get in trouble for? I threw a dodgeball at a girl and on recess okay. because someone told me to do it and it hit her in the face and she started crying. Wait, were you playing dodgeball? No. It was like, you know, the I feel like ball. that's how you should lead that story. <laughs> okay, we weren't playing dodgeball. <laughs> I just hit an innocent bystander and... And when you got popped for it, you said... I did it because they told me to? Yes. <laughs> I was like seven, though, so it's understandable. But uh, I started crying. But anyways. So she asks him that question and basically tells him to man up and make your own choice, which I, I love that. It's like, Connie, man, the f- he's being told that Page by a woman. Page turn. Yeah, he's being told that by a woman. Page flip. I just, I feel like we've never talked about this before. You keep it so real, Chaz, that in the year 2020 and of the last time I checked, 938 million podcasts. Okay. You've got to be the top 1% that still writes his notes. Oh, I bet, I bet you're wrong on that. You think there's more than 1% that's doing full episode recaps? I believe so, dude. Well, I just let it the pe- I just want to let the people know because I Let's respect. Let's have a vote, dude. I respect you for it. Shoot us an email if uh, if you think that Ronnie's stat right there was right. If not, just tell him he's a fucking idiot. All right. The Let's podcast chronicles at gmail.com. While Armin and Annie were talking, after Annie just told that to Connie, we have Armin saying that he's joining the Survey Corps. Obviously, just following Aaron and Mika. Right. I yeah. mean. He wouldn't be in it if it wasn't for them. But he's he basically tells her he's going to join it. She knows why he's joining. And she's like, wow, you may be weak as hell and a complete, just useless being, but you got guts, Armin. And that's from when they really just hit it off. I feel for Armin because I felt like he got no, uh, what's the word, acknowledgement that they he basically saved everyone's ass with this plan he came up with cuz no one else was thinking logically you know what i mean uh, yeah i mean Rem- remember right. that episode where armin was walking around and he just could not believe that this was the plan we were actually going with which was if in case you don't remember let me remind you put a rock in a wall <laughs> i do remember that <laughs> no one's coming up and slapping his shoulder and saying hey good work man yeah, I feel like he's not even giving himself credit either. He's like completely forgot about it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for him a little bit too, but but I think Annie's starting to come around to him. I think she's starting to like him. And then Armin's like, wow, Annie, you actually are nice because pretty much every scene we've gotten of Annie. Just, just in time too, right as she's getting ready to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> she, to me, is just like a stuck-up bitch, but... I feel like Armin's bringing out the good side of her. But then she's she basically just says, yeah, I understand, whatever, but I'm just joining the military police just so I can survive. Fuck everything else. So I kind of get her point there, too. But then we move on to a couple of uh, the Survey Corps members, some of the veterans talking with Aaron on how they haven't found anyone using the ODM gear uh, to kill the captured Titans. And it's still just a mystery looming around. 
Right, because what they do, they they gathered everyone's. They oh, gathered yeah. everyone's gears. Right. Yeah, they were just you know searching everyone's stuff. So I'm assuming that they probably like after the they're they're done with a battle or something like last episode, they all refill on gas, and yeah. it's just understood like, hey, you don't use these things unless one we're training or two we're in deep shit. So they, it's probably pretty easy to be like, yeah, I, gas I assume used. they just che- yeah check the fuel and the gas. Yeah, but they they were even talking to Aaron, and they're like, "Is anybody in your class actually gonna join after this mess?" And Aaron's like, "Yes." Well, actually, I don't know. Actually, I have no clue why I say that. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure at least two, if history has anything to say about it. He's like, "Yeah, I know of one girl, and I'm not sure why she's joining, but it could possibly be because of me." But yeah, and then Levi arrives to alert them that they're going on patrol. So their little conversation's interrupted. They're going with the man, Levi. He tells Aaron, too, he's like, listen, Aaron, I'm watching out for you, so never be more than two horse links behind me, or I'll kick your fucking face in again. Why, does he say that? Well, he doesn't say the F word, but he does say he'll kick his face in again. Oh, okay. So... Which, did he kick his face in? I don't remember that episode. You know, it's been a minute, but I seem to remember something about he gave him a little slap. Okay. I think there was some sort of slap. Okay, anyways. So then we move on to, we've got, we go back to Jean, Sasha, Armin, and Annie. And they're all still shocked that Jean is joining the Survey Corps. Right. I mean, what a turnaround, Jean has yeah. been in the past like five to eight episodes. That's what I'm saying, man. He's the MVP. He, you know, a few episodes ago, he was just waiting to get into the military police, and look at him now. Yeah, it's he pretty much just wanted to live the normal, just routine you, life. But what do you think changed his mind? I definitely think a little bit of Aaron's speeches and Marco's death. Okay. I think Marco's death probably has the biggest role, but you can tell, too, when Aaron gives those speeches that it does affect Jean a little bit. Right. So I think it's a little bit of both. And plus, I just think, we've talked about it again and again, some of these people haven't actually seen Titans, and once they do, I think they take the threat a little bit more serious. Yeah, they're still shocked or whatever that he's joining. He says it's not because he's scared or that he's eager to die, wink, wink, Aaron, or that somebody even convinced him to. He's simply just chosen on his own. And I like him saying that, too. I, I feel like that's pretty cool. You know, all the everything that's happened to him in the past couple days, like, that probably weighs really heavy. And he's yeah. like, I'm just going to make my own choices. I don't even care. So then they end up commencing to the, the night of the induction, okay? This is them. We go to Commander Irwin, and he's trying to persuade them to join the Survey Corps. Oh, um, and what a job he does. Can't wait to get into it. He does a phenomenal job. Our boy Irwin, I'll never slander this guy, but you know he's trying to persuade him. He's like, you saw how scary they can be. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> Dude, I don't know if I have good enough notes on this speech. Wait, hold on. You saw how scary... He's like... What does he basically say during this? Oh, he, it's a terrible sales fit. He goes, I know he says this is one of his parts of the speech. You saw that how scary that these Titans can be. You got to get out. 
Get over your... Wait. Dude, these are bad notes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you do? He said, you saw how scary these can be. Just You got to get over yourself. You got to go out there. This battle brought humanity closer to victory than ever before. And that's through Aaron Yeager. Right? Yeah. So is that all you have on the speech? And then he goes... He pr- then he praises Aaron for his resilience and faithfulness to humanity. He's the true... He's a true leader. Gives wonderful... What the fuck? You want me to try and take the reins here a second? Yeah, you might need to. Just for this part. I'm going to leave so much of this in. We're just working through it. Basically, first I want to say, his entire time during this speech, his eyebrows are more powerful than ever. It's something about the source, or like the fire being the only source of light. They're just hitting them the right way. And they're looking intense. Um, but no, basically, I mean, everyone knows this speech. The highlights were uh, he told them, we need all the warm bodies we can get. This is sexual. Whoa. And at one point, he brings out a tablecloth to show what his plan is as far as this next mission that they're going on. He wasted an entire tablecloth just illustrating this plan, which is literally just an arrow that curves a little bit and then a red X. (laughs) (laughs) He could have very easily just explained it. Yeah. But he was like, wow, someone grabbed that tablecloth and then just wrote an arrow with a little bit of curve. Yeah. And then just an X. And he's like, all right, now people will get it. Well, I think the curve was kind of throwing people off. He had to really draw that out. They were like, all right, so basically, here's the wall. We're going to go outside this wall and go to this part of this wall, and then we will have reached our destination. <laughs> I love it. Um, I mean, yeah, there was, if you had the entire speech at one point in my notes, I, I wrote and asked you, uh, at what point did you begin to question whether or not this was a good sales pitch by Irwin? There are many jumping off points, I felt like. But in the end, I mean, I guess I'm wrong because he gets a pretty pretty nice little turnout here. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, Where do your notes pick back up? Basically, he was so blunt that, what would you say, close to like 85% left? Right. About 15% stayed? Once again, it's funny how this works in this show. If you don't know their names, they're so gone. Oh, yeah. And if you know their names, they likely stayed unless they were Annie. Annie, and that's pretty much it, right? Was there any other one that you know no. the name of? The Marlo? Yeah. We don't even know Marlo, do we? Marlo? No. <laughs> I don't even think that's a real person. I think you just made that person up. He, I think he's a future character. Spoiler but, uh, alert. Spoilers. Boy Marlo. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this is what I took away from the speech. Shinzo Sasageo! Wow, that was really good. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got from that speech. Um, Check the subtitles on that one. I do like how he says after the, the 15% stay, which is, should we even say all their names or does it even matter that much? We know who's staying. <clears throat> yeah, we know who stays. We're going to see him plenty of times in the other episodes. <laughs> and I love how he just says, I welcome you... I welcome you few to die if ordered to. Oh, what a great welcome! 
Oh my, you know I love that stuff. I talked about mm-hmm. this a few episodes ago. There's nothing that gets me going more than when someone tells me, you know, let's go die together, die here, yep. stand your ground. Shinzo Sasegil. Oh, You gotta give your heart for also, humanity. Also, name something that would make you feel better than receiving a, gen- I quote, genuine salute from Commander Irwin. Oh, dude, that just beautiful, just right he over. post up, it was tight. He told him it was a genuine salute. I mean, what an honor. Yeah, this is a beautiful moment um, with our favorite. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Chaz's favorite character in the show right now. Wow. You heard that here first. Well, actually, you kind of said it before, but you heard it here again. Chaz's favorite character, Erwin. I think I'm going to have to tag right along with you at this point. Although, Jean. I love Jean this episode, dude. He is up there. I, I also, say. I'm not ranking him in a list of any kind, but I felt like it's always my duty every few episodes to say how ridiculous Armin's hair looked in some of these scenes. I think he has beautiful blonde hair. He doesn't look like a woman at all, okay? If that's what you're implying. Well, don't let me knock this train off the tracks. Let's just keep on going. <laughs> all right. Oh, I do... Um, <laughs> we haven't really gotten to this point yet, but... I love to make fun of Bert, our guy Bert. I felt like tonight he had one of his very best, um, or one of his very first moments where I really liked laughing at him. So everyone's welcome to the scouts, and they show people two at a time. Like they show, you know, Armin and Mikasa, and then, and, or someone else, Connie, and you get the point. And Sasha. at one point they show, and no one says anything, they're all just standing there. Except for when they show Reiner and Bert, because Bert just, you know, he's standing there grimacing because he can't believe he stayed, and he just lets out like a. <laughs> he just squeaks yeah, like a mouse. Squeak. It's hilarious. And the look he gives, because uh, all of them know, I guess they're all pretty much in the top 10 that we see, but right. the look he gives Annie when she walks away, too. Yeah. I mean, none of them want to do this, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's just something overpowering them where they're like, no, this is the right thing to do. Except for our boy Aaron. He's not there, but he definitely oh, wants to do this. Aaron wants to do this. And Mikasa wants to do it because... She wants to do it. I Aaron. shouldn't say I mean, everyone. This. So, we, of course, go over to Armin and Mikasa. You know, they meet up with our boy Aaron, right? Um... Or am I completely wrong here? I think you might be jumping the gun a little bit because at some point we meet Commander Ness. And let me just tell you, I got a bone to pick with this guy. Okay, let me hear it. I don't like this guy. Okay, um, why? Let me hear it. I mean, first he's showing off his fucking horse like anyone gives a shit. Like, hey buddy, we've all got one. And then, can someone tell him he's a member of the Scout Regiment and not a pirate? Why do you say that? What is this bandana business he's got on? He's the only person in the world that found a bandana well, and rocks it. You don't respect that? No. You look clean cut. Like, look at look at who's in charge around these around this place. You got Irwin. You got Levi. Yeah. I would describe them as a couple of clean cut motherfuckers. You you would describe Levi clean cut. His appearance. Okay, yeah, his appearance. A, yeah, he's definitely clean cut. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's... I mean, we know he's a clean freak. He's not messing around with personal I mean, hygiene or anything like Irwin this. Irwin could use a little eyebrow trimming, but I, I kind of get what you're well, saying. Well, I mean, he's he's got them on fleek. I think those are thick, luscious eyebrows. I think you just got a couple scraggly little uh, eyebrows yourself there, so you're okay. jealous. Whatever, Ronnie. But this guy, Ness, is sleeping in the stables with his horse that's so great. And, and what's this horse's name? Well, he should... I don't even know, because I don't Charlotte. care. okay. Well, yeah. You should know that. Shallot or shallot? No, shallot. Like the onion? Yes. Like this Ness probably tasty. smells like onions because he's sleeping in this stupid stable. By this the way, guy, don't cancel me should... if it's not shallot because I think it's shallot, but I also could be very wrong. Well, Anyways. all I'm saying is Gordon Ramsay would 100% say shallot. Um, all I'm saying, this guy thinks he's on the black pearl. He's not. Lose the bandana, asshole. Wow, okay. Hot take, but... Whatever suits you, man. I kind of like bandanas. I think it looks fresh if you can pull it off. This guy, he's, you know... I Listen, I don't have a problem with bandanas. I have a problem with bandanas when you're a member of the Scout Regiment and you're wearing Whoa. a bandana. Um, also, before you get to everyone meeting up with Aaron, there was a quick scene where a guy who looks like Levi is letting a horse lick his hand. Okay. I can't confirm that it was Levi, but that does not seem like something he would be about. No, that's... Probably a lookalike or somebody that thinks Levi's cool and just wants to look like him. I don't know. Yeah, he just doesn't strike me as the guy who's, you know, running up to dogs and letting them kiss their face. He didn't seem like he's about Mm -hmm. that life. No, he does not. So, uh, wow. Are your notes just done? (laughs) Is that what's going on here? Was... this well, point, you, did you, you fall said, asleep? You said something about before. So they meet up now, right? So you're going to that part? Is that the part that's next? I think so. Okay. I think we just had a yeah. All right. So yeah. So then yeah. So then we got Aaron and everybody meeting back up. Um, Mikasa and Armin obviously tell him that they're joining. So Aaron doesn't really know who's joining yet. He's kind of just hearing. Oh yeah, then Mikasa. That's when she gets a little creepy, and she's like. Did they inspect every part of your body? Oh my god. Every inch of your body, which was weird. <laughs> I don't know why, man. I just thought that was the weirdest th- first thing to ask somebody when oh, you Oh, you see don't it. know why? <laughs> you should get a word of it a little differently. I guess she wanted to inspect his body she was first. Just so I don't mad. know. And she's like, the short guy took it way too far. <laughs> <laughs> god. Well, people quit calling Levi Shorty so much more than And then she talks about how he's got something coming his way next time she sees him. I just love it. I love it. Mika says awesome. And Aaron is just so thrilled that she's here. Oh, yeah. Aaron loves Mika, so dude, he he would do anything for her. But uh, Aaron then sees the rest of this crew, and he's like, is Jean, is he still in it? And that's when Jean comes out of nowhere and is like, what does he say? (laughs) <laughs> believe it or not i don't have the exact line of dialogue um but he basically says yo bitch yeah he basically says yo bitch um i'm right here by the way marco died and then that's when aaron's like oh shit and he he goes into his little trance when he sees it like he did with thomas when he died right and you can tell he just wants revenge, even though no one... John mentions that no one knows how Marco died, and no one saw it. Well, yeah. So, Still so weird. Big mystery behind that. Um, but then they're interrupted by a soldier, 
who is giving them their wings of freedom uniforms and those things are spicy do you so you like the wings of freedom logo i love it i won't lie really i think it's very spicy i think the little capes are awesome I okay think the brown jackets are awesome yeah i mean their uniforms themselves i dig and i don't i don't not like the wings of freedom it's just pretty busy for me i guess it is a little busy but i'm all about being busy man <laughs> all right but then yeah they get the the jackets and they just look fire and everyone's so hyped yeah i, I you did mention it but i john even goes harder in on aaron Right, right, and he's just like, "Listen, oh, yeah, we're all here because of you." Yeah, so don't, you know, fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. It's kind of like he went hard on him, but in a good way, right? Like a, a way that's like, "Oh, Jean's about this." It so. was just like, in a way, it showed respect, but at the same time, he's just like, you know, you know me. This was not my plan to begin with. I'm here because I believe in what you stand for, but at the same time. Don't be so damn suicidal. Suicidal. Be smart about this whole thing, and let's get it done together. He's really coming around. He is starting to become one of my favorite characters. I'll I'll probably put him at number about number two right now, uh, okay. at this point of the show. Um, Commander Irwin. He might always be my number one. Who knows? John, right behind him. What about you, Ron? Yeah, I'm. With, I mean, John really stole the show tonight. Uh, everything he was saying, I thought was spot on. Uh, loved the Irwin stuff, and Levi's always right there too. He's just a little bit more quiet than everyone else. Yeah, when he speaks, it's it's powerful. Yeah, but uh, another episode down. I'm going to have to edit so much of this one, um, so look for it. Well, you can look for it right as you're listening to it because you're already listening to it. Anyway, uh, send feedback to. The the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. Oh my god, I'm getting ready to just end the episode. Wow. Without what, mentioning our boy. What news? Oh my god, I cannot believe I just did that. Anyway, send feedback to the podcast chronicles at gmail.com, just like our new friend Raphael did. Raphael well, Raphael or Raphael. I'll say Raphael, you say Raphael, so we won't be wrong. He can correct us later on, make sure I love that name. Um you know, first he just hit us up, sent a very nice message, but then he brought up a great point that I've kept meaning to mention, but it keeps slipping my mind. But this is why you send feedback to us. You get us to say things on the podcast. He brought up the the OVAs, or which is like I think original video animation, yeah. something like that, that happened like in between the seasons or were put out. I don't really know exactly how they were put out, but mm-hmm. just bonus stories that aren't part of the main... Anyone who's listening yeah. to this podcast, I'm sure knows about them. Um, we would love to cover those. The matter of the fact is, right now, we still don't have a time when this show is going to release. So correct me if I'm wrong, Chadley, but I think we're kind of of the mindset as of right now to just get through the main show correct um we might possibly the only one we might do is no regrets part one and two if we uh, feel like we have time we might squeeze that one in before right um the end but, but i mean it's also the kind of thing where if you know the show gets pushed out a little bit we have some extra time and we cover those things because like i mean like Raphael says there's some good information in there and um 
I think we could definitely benefit from covering some of those. Just even if, you know, we don't have to do them the whole summary style like we got going on now, but maybe group them together a little bit. Uh, but even if we don't before the next season, I think it's kind of, we think perhaps this last season they're going to split in two, right? Yeah. So it might be something well, that we cover in between the split. There's nothing definitive on any of this, but it's, it's kind of the it's implied that... Is there anything like American TV shows? They love uh, stretching things out, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. But uh, once again, Raphael, thanks for sending that feedback. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Send more if something comes to mind. And we'll see you guys next time. All right, peace. Capturing? We capturing? I mean, recording. <laughs> we capture. I'm, I'm doing a. Uh, I'm thinking of capture cards, bro. I'm doing a sound test. Yeah. Cool. Are you reading over your notes, or are you just ready to roll? I'm reading over them, dude. So Making I'd, sure everything's tip top. I had to remember which episode this was. Now this is gonna be a little tough. No lie. Why well, you think it's gonna be tough? It's just. I feel like it's been a while for me since this episode.